Section 12 of Summer in a Garden and Calvin, A Study of Character by Charles Dudley Warner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Section 12 Summer in a Garden. Ninth Week. I am more and more impressed with the moral qualities of vegetables, and contemplate forming a science which shall rank with comparative anatomy and comparative philology, the science of comparative vegetable morality. We live in an age of protoplasm, and, if life matter is essentially the same in all forms of life, I propose to begin early and ascertain the nature of the plants for which I am responsible i will not associate with any vegetable which is disreputable or has not some quality that can contribute to my moral growth i do not care to be seen much with the squashes or the dead beets fortunately i can cut down any sorts i do not like with the hoe and probably commit no more sin in so doing than the christians did in hewing down the jews in the middle ages this matter of vegetable rank has not been at all studied as it should be why do we respect some vegetables and despise others when all of them come to an equal honor or ignominy on the table the bean is a graceful confiding engaging vine but you can never put beans into poetry nor into the highest sort of prose there is no dignity in the bean corn which in my garden grows alongside the bean and so far as i can see with no affectation of superiority is however the child of song it waves in all literature but mix it with beans and its high tone is gone succotash is vulgar it is the bean in it the bean is a vulgar vegetable without culture or any flavor of high society among vegetables then there is the cool cucumber like so many people good for nothing when it is ripe and the wildness has gone out of it how inferior in quality it is to the melon which grows upon a similar vine is of a like watery consistency but is not half so valuable the cucumber is a sort of low comedian in a company where the melon is a minor gentleman i might also contrast the celery with the potato the associations are as opposite as the dining-room of the duchess and the cabin of the peasant i admire the potato both in vine and blossom but it is not aristocratic i began digging my potatoes by the way about the fourth of july and i fancy i have discovered the right way to do it i treat the potato just as i would a cow i do not pull them up and shake them out and destroy them but i dig carefully at the side of the hill remove the fruit which is grown leaving the vine undisturbed and my theory is that it will go on bearing and submitting to my exactions until the frost cuts it down it is a game that one would not undertake with a vegetable of tone the lettuce is to me a most interesting study lettuce is like conversation it must be fresh and crisp so sparkling that you scarcely notice the bitter in it lettuce like most talkers is however apt to run rapidly to seed blessed is that sort which comes to a head and so remains like a few people i know growing more solid and satisfactory and tender at the same time and whiter at the centre and crisp in their maturity lettuce like conversation requires a good deal of oil to avoid friction and keep the company smooth a pinch of attic salt a dash of pepper a quantity of mustard and vinegar by all means but so mixed that you will notice no sharp contrasts and a trifle of sugar 
you can put anything and the more things the better into salad as into a conversation but everything depends upon the skill of mixing i feel that i am in the best society when i am with lettuce it is in the select circle of vegetables the tomato appears well on the table but you do not want to ask its origin it is a most agreeable parvenu of course i have said nothing about the berries they live in another and more ideal region except perhaps the current here we see that even among berries there are degrees of breeding the current is well enough clear as truth and exquisite in colour but i ask you to notice how far it is from the exclusive hauteur of the aristocratic strawberry and the native refinement of the quietly elegant raspberry i do not know that chemistry searching for protoplasm is able to discover the tendency of vegetables it can only be found out by outward observation i confess that i am suspicious of the bean for instance there are signs in it of an unregulated life i put up the most attractive sort of poles for my limas they stand high and straight like church spires in my theological garden lifted up and some of them have even budded like aaron's rod no church steeple in a new england village was ever better fitted to draw it to the rising generation on sunday than those poles to lift up my beans towards heaven some of them did run up the sticks seven feet and then straggled off into the air in a wanton manner but more than half of them went gallivanting off to the neighbouring grape-trellis and wound their tendrils with the tendrils of the grape with a disregard of the properties of life which is a satire upon human nature and the grape is morally no better i think the ancients who were not troubled with the recondent mystery of protoplasm were right in the mythic union of bacchus and venus talk about the darwinian theory of development and the principle of natural selection i should like to see a garden let to run in accordance with it if i had left my vegetables and weeds to a free fight in which the strongest specimens only should come to maturity and the weaker go to the wall i can clearly see that i should have had a pretty mess of it it would have been a scene of passion and license and brutality the pusley would have strangled the strawberry the upright corn which has now ears to hear the guilty beating of the hearts of the children who steal the raspberries would have been dragged to the earth by the wandering bean the snake-grass would have left no place for the potatoes underground and the tomatoes would have been swamped by the lusty weeds with a firm hand i have had to make my own natural selection nothing will so well bear watching as a garden except a family of children next door their power of selection beats mine if they could read half as well as they can steal a while away i should put up a notice children beware there is protoplasm here but i suppose it would have no effect i believe they would eat protoplasm as quick as anything else ripe or green i wonder if this is going to be a cholera year considerable cholera is the only thing that would let my apples and pears ripen of course i do not care for the fruit but i do not want to take the responsibility of letting so much life matter full of crude and even wicked vegetable human tendencies pass into the composition of the neighbor's children some of whom may be as immortal as snake-grass there ought to be a public meeting about this and resolutions and perhaps a clam-bake at least it ought to be put into the catechism and put in strong the end of section twelve recording by mark penfold